0: authorship
1: blends completely. Exactly. And that's... The the goal is to sort of make it appear like the work can be done by one person. (laughs) My parents came and saw the show recently and they were like, which section of this uh, carving is yours? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. Like, none. Like, nothing is specifically mine, which is why it's also really... Is kind of the only way it can work that we're all happy with something is if it's kind of it's surface level. Like after that point, I mean, you can invest more, and we do after that point. But it does—it yeah, starts off kind of as like a joke. Is the base, and then it's like, how can we make this more serious? Yeah, but it's like really hard to agree on something with that many people. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's not a joke. Yeah.
0: You guys are all white. Mm-hmm. And you six men mm-hmm. making work, doing yeah. six, six straight men. men. So, so wow. far as we know. Yeah. Um, did you, have you guys talk about the implications oh, totally. of that? yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. We're, I mean,
1: we're very aware of it. We try. Where's
0: your feminism? Or, or how does it manifest itself? Hmm. But I mean, that's a
2: complicated
1: question. A, but. Yeah, it is a complicated
2: <laughs> question.
0: So that was the voice of Max Evans and Craig Spence, two of the six sculptors in Montreal's Ma Collective. I sat down with them in their live-slash-workspace in the village for this seventh episode of the Art Talks Montreal podcast. Ma Collective had their first exhibition a few years ago at Control Lab in 2010. It was called A Rake's Progress, and it was their humorous take on traditional garden tools. Last year, they were invited to do a month-long residency in the small town of Cholula in Pueblo, Mexico. They crafted a whole bunch of little tiny dog pinatas with hand-shredded leather fray, and they made these huge punching bags sewn from bright vinyl tablecloths. In May, they occupied Parisian Laundry's bunker space with their latest exhibition called Deflective Skepticism and Critical Plinking. Over beers, we talked about what they've learned so far working together as sculptors in a collective, how they trade skills and pool their knowledge, and I guess are trying to create a singular entity who makes the art that they make.
1: Hello. Hello. My what name's you... is Craig.
2: Craig. Mm-hmm. And I'm Max.
0: And you are two of six
2: That's right.
0: members of the Ma well, Collective. Yes, we are. Where are the other guys?
1: In various places scattered across uh... mostly Canada, I guess. Mm -hmm.
2: Jackson uh, is up in Prince George, I think, tree planting. Gabe's living in Turkey Point, building, making shoes with his fiance. John is up building helicopter pads in the Yukon, and Simon is sailing across the uh, Atlantic Ocean with his dad.
0: That's pretty amazing.
2: We're here. We're the suckers. We're the suckers.
0: (laughs) But yeah. you just had a show last week, and they were still, they were gone. Uh, it that? was it
2: opened on May 1st, and okay. they left May 2nd, and some of them May 3rd. Okay. So it was mass exodus right after. Yeah. Uh-huh. One day of movie watching, and then... And then, <laughs> that was it? That was it, You yeah. had the
0: opening, a day of movie watching,
2: and then... Yeah, no, 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 it was gone. You're yeah. peddling,
0: just yeah. saying goodbyes. guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll start by asking you to describe some of the artists that you love. Either of you, and then the last work that's moved you something that makes you feel something once you've left
2: the last piece I saw that like, saw in person that moved me
0: yeah well yeah I think I
2: finally made it down to the Dia Beacon mm-hmm. I guess last February uh, they have, it's just like it's awesome it's like that huge modernist stuff there's the Michael Heiser things that are um, just like there's a, there's a huge rock in this like um, cased in like a metal frame kind of just in the wall it's probably like 14 foot high boulder, it's kind of like an obelisk shape. And that was just like, whoa, <laughs> that's big and awesome, there's nothing to it, which is nice.
0: I remember when I was <clears> in <throat> New York a few years ago, I saw Richard Serra's, it was called like, Junction Cycle, Yeah. It's massive rusted walls, and yeah, it was yeah. inside, but you felt like you were on a mountain cliff or something. Yeah,
2: they have a whole collection of his in, like in, a, in a wing there, mm-hmm. and it's you can just like walk through them, but those are awesome too.
0: What about you? Do you go see art? Did you go to school too? Or
1: yeah, I went to school for film. Okay. I'm still in school for film. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say what the last piece that moved me was. I it mean,
0: sounds like a pretty serious question. It does I sound guess like I a very serious <laughs> question. Art, <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to
2: find art that's like, you know, especially the more you make it, the more you're just kind of like judging it on the small things mm-hmm. I find. Just like, Technical man, stuff? they really didn't do that stretcher very well. <laughs> 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 like, they could have cleaned that up so much better.
0: Um... A lot of your work is, is playful, and it's fun, and it's really unserious in this, mm-hmm. in this easy way. Mm-hmm. That's what drew me to some of the things that I've seen. Do all the pieces start with that kind of energy? What's the mood in general when Ma's putting together an installation?
2: Yeah, they're just like brainstorming. Kind of. It often happens, like the idea for the next show happens when making a show, because we're just like spending a lot of time together, and usually getting really overtired and maybe... You know, drinking a bit too much.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, six people sitting around in a circle just, like, making jokes, making references. Um, like, it just kind of, the only way it can work that we're all happy with something is if it's kind of surface-level light. On the surface, I mean, of the words, It's kind of, like, light and funny and... Um, After that point, I mean, you can invest more, and we do, uh, after that point, but it does... Yeah, we try to. It starts off kind of... As like a joke. As like a joke, is the base. And then it's like, how can we make this more serious? Yeah. But it's like, really hard to agree on something with that many people. That's not a joke. That's (laughs) not a joke, yeah. No, seriously, so it's like, that's a really, kind of the only place we can start, that we can all appreciate one kind of humorous thing together. And then we can delve deeper into it and see, like, what other. Sometimes they're more general. Like the first, the
2: first one we did was like the idea was a garden, like a garden show, mm-hmm. and that was like okay, well, if it was a garden show, like what would be funny to see there? You know, like a, that's where like the cobra snake hose came. It was <coughs> kind of like a high-end, like ridiculous garden show.
0: What were some of the other pieces?
2: There was like a um, this re- like way oversized. Um, kind of cow pusher sized push lawnmower, and uh, a, a chopper motorcycle wheelbarrow thing. The rake. Uh, the rake, the yeah, tandem rake, sided rake, which rake is yeah, super nice. <laughs> <laughs> and like kind of a like a larger than life sized, semi accurate uh, flamingo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like the rake a lot in that show. Mm-hmm. That know. was like when we were on the tool kick and trying mm-hmm. to make these weird tools for. But that one you can kind of you can like imagine the people like two, two, two people using it like an old couple but also being like frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Very frustrated. That wasn't a joke? I I don't know. I think that's a joke.
2: Yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah.
0: So it is a lot of fun but when is it not fun to be in the Ma Collective?
1: Right. Um, I mean, during the production it can get we frustrating.
2: Get, we often get ourselves into these extremely like tedious, like very hard to do, like time consuming things. Like the, the leather dogs in Mexico, like sculptures, where um, there were these street dogs. We basically made like kind of pinatas of these street dogs that were pretty accurate to dogs in the neighborhood where we were staying for a month. Um, and we got we had like no ability to find materials there. We ended up getting all this like, recycled leather from the, there's an Audi car plant there, and it was all the leather they used to make their seats. That's great. But then we had to cut it into these little tassels, and it was, probably, it was like, hours and hours of cutting, your hands are, like, so we had to wear gloves, because our hands are so sore from, <laughs> kind of like, just cutting leather <laughs> with mm-hmm. scissors.
0: Oh, I'm always, this is an aside, but I, I I'm always amazed at the... Like, the work that goes into building sculpture, because I don't think about that, or maybe I'm more theoretical, mm-hmm. or when I'm observing it, mm-hmm. I'm like, how does this make me feel? What does it make me think? Right. But I, I worked once as an artist assistant for a few weeks, and it it's so much work. It's that. It's mm-hmm. like you have this amazing idea, and that's the art part, but then the next three weeks of getting the idea to actually happen, just building, like, yeah. it's just... Yeah, it's really, really intense. It's not the creative spark. It's like 1% inspiration Uh and 99%. I mean,
2: it goes a bit both ways for us because we are, for the most part, all of us are builders. Like, we have kind of a construction company, Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: we are all kind of, like, hands-on people. And that often inspires other ideas also. Like, just, hey, we got this new tool. Like, let's make a piece. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I think think this most recent show we did... um, is a perfect example of how because we were doing so much carving into into plaster of we were doing these like arduous time consuming finicky little carving jobs but at the same time we had, we had like free reign to like completely change the pieces. By carving them. So what do you
0: mean that it continues to develop as you're exactly. doing mm-hmm. the exactly. laborious? Rather than
1: like with, with those dogs, for instance, it's like, that's it. We were making the fur, so we're just cutting it, and it took so much time. But with this specific one, the process was... It was more like drawing
2: a really detailed picture or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you get the outline, and then you got to put the detail
1: in. Exactly. Know. But, it, but it even but while putting it the detail, breaks detail... Cracking off. Well, sorry. <laughs> even while putting the detail in it would just completely change because it would not the, the material would break off work. Or something Yeah, would it wouldn't work the, the way you yeah. wanted it to. So you'd ruin something that you had been working on for an hour and then you'd have to completely change it into something new.
0: So you had to be open to
1: mm-hmm. shit
0: not going the way that you wanted yeah, it to. Yeah,
1: or and then someone else would come in the next morning and like just take it out. <laughs> it yeah. Another member. Yeah, cuz yeah, we were we with these pieces and with our entire process, we work pretty democratically. And we would just switch off from, like, you, would, you could be halfway through this really ornate thing you were carving, and then we would switch, and someone else would be in that, using, like, focusing on that area of the large plaster panel. And they had free reign to just either Keep going make on, yours yeah. more detailed or turn it into something else or completely cover it up with plaster and mm-hmm. erase it.
0: So it's a collective. It's also more like drawing, yeah. The the authorship blends completely. Yeah.
2: Exactly, and that's the, the goal is to sort of make it appear like the work could be done by one person. Mm-hmm. So at least you give it on like first first glance, the idea that it's sort of one entity. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. when people ask, sorry, when people ask about like, I my parents came and saw the show recently, and they were like, which section of this? Uh, carving is yours and i was like I don't, know. I don't know like none like nothing is nothing is specifically mine which is why it's also really amazing that we're able to do that like it's not like not just mine like oh no. that one little thing i remember doing that and it stayed and nobody edited it right? yeah and it's like that one little centimeter yeah, say that's squared thing. <laughs> yeah
0: do you feel like you've gotten better since you guys started making stuff together? Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in which ways?
2: Um, I mean, it's like anything. Working in a group, it's you, you just sort of like the dynamics get more comfortable, and the sort of the efficiency of just like um, delegating or just kind of like bouncing ideas.
1: Just like it, it all is just faster. So,
0: as you guys work together better, the work comes out.
1: Better, better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right. Concern. Mm-hmm. Totally, and also we just we're at a point where like it's super interesting because we all learn things individually in our respective like jobs or our our own practices when we're working on our own artwork, and we can all bring it back to the to the collective, mm-hmm. and everyone can learn these new techniques from each other. Like I don't know, people have learned more about like video editing for me because I was a film major in school but like I've learned so much from like Max and, and John because they were like majors in sculpt, in, sculpt, in sculpture mm-hmm. and it's just like a super interesting a way that skill we can trading. tons of skill training and mm-hmm. often the, the show kind of the shows are often
2: pretty like material centric so it, it'll be like here's an idea for a show and here's kind of the materials we want to use um and a lot of the time we've never done it before mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of we, we learn from that Just like i'm pretty sure we can figure this out mm-hmm. yeah but mm-hmm. here we go
0: what happens yeah your installations are made up of a lot of found objects or whatever you decide for mm-hmm. that particular exhibition what happens that to the stuff that you collect after like i'm i'm, I'm thinking in the the cement tent that was in the courtyard, yeah. or mm-hmm. just anything. All of your shows are so huge. What right. do you yeah, do? Huge.
1: That's right. a huge issue. This is a big thing we've struggled with. Coming up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of it gets destroyed, really, mm-hmm. and or, put
0: in the garbage.
1: Yeah, or turned into other sculptures other sculptures. Again. Like the ones in our in our most recent show, we had this uh donkey we made out of. Not like the whole mo- the majority of the show was made out of plaster, and uh this was made out of found objects and wood and um we t- t- the wood that we used was from one of the f- the second show that we yeah. did yeah and f- from a chair that we made in the second show it
2: was a Muskoka chair wheelchair
1: <laughs> so like that one came full circle over years, like we were able to integrate it back into. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Our, our our show, but also add all these little tiny trinkets that had been kicking around the studio for years. The Studio we
2: had was above the Salvation Army. Oh, for no! Like four years, and they have a pretty good dumpster, and also just it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. So four years of just like being out there and like people leaving their stuff, they're donating on the street, it was like a gold mine for collecting little trinkets. And you
0: just collected and collected and collected. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it
2: stops though.
1: Some some
0: of the exhibitions you've had seem to border on the political. Um, I'm thinking of the Feta Physics at Nuit Blanche in 2012, yeah. or the the Fields of Rock and shit at Gallery Lock last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you could talk about these shows, maybe to begin with, and then how people respond to your work. What kind of dialogue happens after, or during, or
1: right? Okay. Okay. you well, want to speak about I'll, I'll do my best yeah. Okay is <laughs> <laughs> physics was a
2: prime example of what We were just talking about before Where we were building A show And kind of had this idea To like We wanted to do something For Nuit Blanche But we wanted to It seems to me That most shows About like At Nuit Blanche Are sort of like Irrelevant to the whole Idea of the night like, Sometimes they're really great And they're like One time things That are kind of This like spectacle And that was sort of What we were going with in the basically the joke was like on the wine and cheese mm-hmm. so we just wanted to make the biggest wine and the biggest cheese we could <laughs> make yeah we made it all we made not the wine we didn't we didn't make the wine we turned the wine into this grapevine and put the bags of the box wine in these like grapes so you could drink wine from this like giant grapevine mm-hmm. wow. and then there was a, a a feta cube that was about a foot and a half by a foot and a half Cube,
1: which we made. Which we made. We, we like made our own cheese. F-
2: yeah. Cheese, whatever. Rennet from Vermont, and, mm-hmm. like just and so did it.
0: people ate it during. Yeah, the so then it was
2: all pretty much eaten over the night. Mm-hmm. And it was in the Belgo building where there's like like a thousand to two thousand people come through overnight. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, at some point, it was kind of again like a play on like classic, classic art. So it was like this Greek, how like. Um, often people ask you, you know, especially as a sculptor, like, "Oh, what do you do? You like, do you carve marble?" You know, as a sculptor, <laughs> and it's like, "No, I don't carve." Like, people don't carve marble in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really long time. ago <laughs> Um <laughs> uh, So, and it's all this kind of like they're thinking about these Greek sculptures, sort of and that's sort of the the watermark for for sculpture for a, like the sort of everyday viewer
1: right which is the majority of people who are coming out to to something Blanche. like Nuit Blanche yeah hmm. so this was kind of
2: addressing that in just like a as best we could a, it's kind of like a modern way like was my interaction with like Greek culture it's like Greek restaurants in Slovakia, Slovakia and like, Slovakia. But you yeah, went
0: from that first to that reference kind of, to cla- yeah, classical art and then to just like
2: it. a Greek menu, but like a Greek restaurant menu. And that was kind of the aesthetic we chose for the whole thing. We just were blaring like bad Greek pop. Um, which, I mean, none of us are Greek and it was a bit weird. And we felt a bit weird yeah, about it. And we just I- like, I don't know. We just went for it. There's Greek people there who loved it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we were just, like, saying that we don't know anything about, mm-hmm. about Greek culture. We were just being completely honest. And, and, like, <laughs>
0: and nobody said anything, or you didn't, you didn't want to do research before you did it? Or it's like, I don't care uh, that I don't care.
1: It wasn't that we don't care.
2: It was just, like, we know that we don't know, and that we can't really, like... We're not trying to represent this culture. We're trying to represent, like, our interaction with... Um, I guess with like, kind of surface level culture, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, trying to address that, like, uh, we're gonna go to this really authentic Greek restaurant. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> what is this authenticity thing, and what is like authenticity in sculpture and why exactly is Marvel exactly. more authentic than something else? I, I
0: have, I guess, another question referring to what you were saying before. You guys are all white. Mm-hmm. And your six men straight. making work together, yeah. six straight six men. Six straight white men. So so far yeah. as we know, yeah, um, in like
2: construction, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Build these really imposing
0: <laughs> sculptures and in- installations mm-hmm. are huge. Um, did you you guys talk about the implications All of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, I mean,
1: we're very aware of it. We try. Where is your
0: feminism, or or how does it manifest itself? Like what?
1: Our feminism. Your
0: your feminism. Your politics. Like how do the 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 power structures within your group extend to outside of it or uh-huh. right. within your own experiences of life i guess hmm. but i mean that's a complicated question that's a, yeah. it is a complicated
2: question and it you know it hasn't really been asked of us a heck of a lot of times which is uh,
1: i mean it has mostly from like professors <laughs> who who have seen our shows and stuff i mean yeah we we do we do understand where, where we're at where we sit in the where whole we, thing yeah
0: and where do you sit in the whole
1: thing as
2: like extremely privileged and like it's, we're, we're like part of this uh, f- like um, for the most part the art world is like run and uh, the most res- like well, I don't want to say respected but like it, it kind of like the the head honchos of the art world are generally like white men. straight white men yeah mm-hmm. Um and I guess we're hoping to sort of address our angle in that as like, okay, this is what we are, uh, and we're really interested in art and really interested in how it plays out. And this, i hmm.
1: I think we're pretty honest about <laughs> it. I mean, we make work about, sometimes about construction, like <laughs> construction-themed work. Like, we're just like, care pictures of of ourselves. Sometimes we play those roles. Like I guess that's the way we try to do it. Yeah, is just by being super upfront, like
2: a little bit no homo kind of. <laughs> what does that yeah, mean? Kind of like, like kind of like like locker room, like. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. <laughs> well, that, okay. For like example, we did we did one video that was that was called Pigskin, and it was us playing football naked in a field with this pig head like sculpture. We made it was called pigskin because it was a pig head wrapped around a football, um, and it was kind of like this, like boyish, like play fighting thing.
0: So, so you're like, you fully inhabit.
2: We're kind of trying to make your... a character out of the, the yeah. whole thing, mm-hmm. okay, and see if that. Yeah, I guess we're kind of addressing the political side of it a little bit backhandedly.
1: But it's not necessarily our intention. Our intention, first of all, is to make the work that we think is good, and we think is interesting and we think is funny, <laughs> but we are aware that it can be seen from that angle. And we don't necessarily ignore it, but we don't, we don't politicize ourselves very much. We kind to make fun it, of yeah. ourselves, yeah. but we're not overtly political about it.
2: I think it's something we, we would all like to address more... Like head on at some point, but haven't exactly figured out in which way it will be effective or like actually poignant in any way. Yeah. Because it, we're like we're in like no, um, you know we're in like no position of oppression pretty much. <laughs> like yeah. <sighs> yeah,
0: you'd have to deal with it from a different angle. I. Yeah. It takes time. to no, so it takes time. To work time. Together. I think
2: we want to do it. It's just like mm-hmm. how it has to be right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, overall, I just I like how playful your work is. I I think at times maybe it doesn't have the kind of depth that usually mm-hmm. completely just draws in. me in or has yeah. this lasting impression that sticks with me for days or weeks to come. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so nice
2: to just see something pretty light. So that's how I yeah. I can. I mean, I th- I think I don't know if I can say this like officially, but. Part of it is that it's impossible for it to really come from a personal point of view because it's and not. Six it's people? six people, mm-hmm. and you can't really. You just kind of can't hone hone in on those like intense um, opinions or feelings because they're. It's not one person's thing. And that would be like an interesting thing to like, explore, maybe, mm-hmm. and like find.
1: Well, I think that is a problem. Like we can, we can definitely all settle on. Um, aesthetics and, and materials and... Um, Self-deprecation or whatever. Yeah, no, no, totally. <laughs> but, I mean, we all do... I mean, we're all relatively in the same political...
0: Category. Category.
1: Yeah. But we all have varying opinions of what we think is important and what we think we would want to, like, showcase. But, I mean, we did we did that show for Gallery Lock, uh, which was... Which only worked, and it did have a, a underlying political message, mm-hmm. but it only worked because we were all in the, in the same community.
0: So what, wait, what was the show about? What was it called?
1: It was called Fields of Rocks and Shit, A Tarp Flapping in the Wind, Housing for Rare Birds. And it was about... Which is a haiku. Which is a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> but it was about... Um, it was like an attempt to kind of lock a moment of time in
2: we were basically living in this area that had been slated for complete condo re- redevelopment uh, that hadn't really happened yet that was being pushed back by the community before we moved there and then we moved there and it hadn't started yet and by the time we were, we had left it was pretty much like fully started and in the like buildings were going up and everything has changed and the idea was sort of to not really take an opinion on it because we're fully part of why it happened. Mm-hmm. We're you were know, the like, last wave. We're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Artists we just like go into these like crappy areas and make them hip, sort of. We're
0: desirable to real estate.
2: More. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And we weren't even the first people in there. No,
2: not by a long shot.
1: So yeah. we we definitely didn't feel we we. We were
2: fighting for our community or anything. It was just like.
0: What was the show?
2: It was just tarps and rocks. <laughs>
0: was, I saw images. Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. It was tarps and rocks hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, they were all
2: suspended.
1: by all the counter,
2: Counterbalanced.
1: Yeah. They were
0: counterbalanced. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's well, it was, dangerous. It was, was kind of. It could have been dangerous, dangerous but yeah. it didn't. It's Nothing
0: happened.
2: Secure. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was sort of the idea. It was sort of like this frozen frozen moment where things were sort of in you know in a shift mm-hmm. um, and the whole landscape was shifting and we had made you know there was a huge field across the street from us where we made art all the time and could do whatever you know like if we wanted to go burn something we could if we wanted to go shoot something we could we could just you could kind of do whatever <laughs> um yeah and that that sort of disappeared and it was kind of like a a reflection on just like that
1: that yeah it wasn't necessarily political we were like referencing something that was happening we weren't taking a position but it was just a, an attempt to like capture that that moment where the mm-hmm. ephemerality yeah.
0: of that space that of, time of that... any
2: yeah of anything really yeah
0: mm-hmm. with uh, rocks and harps and well shells. there was
2: a video and the video was sort of like the a bit of the, the not punchline but like the period to the sentence hmm um, period to the haiku. Period to the haiku, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was just a video of us with t- ground tampers. What is that? Uh, you use them mostly in b- making roads or making anything flat. It's just a oh, the big, big huge th- thing that oh, just like uh, tamps the ground. No, no, it just like... Flattens the ground. Flattens the ground. By compressing it. all the dirt yeah. into... Okay. So we had six of those and we just walked in a circle.
0: And you um, filmed it? Oh, yeah. we filmed it, okay. yeah.
2: In the snow. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: it, it's almost the opposite of the suspension of the rocks that are
2: kind of yeah it was sort of like the cramming down, yeah. and it was a bit it was, it was sort of done ritualistically. So it was sort of like we kind of came at it from this sort of like preparing, sort of preparing the site for this sort of like trauma or something that was about to happen to this big shift in its,
1: in its life. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. We were not necessarily playing a part like it was no, just just sort of we were all in like just these white like Tyvek suits for clearing out asbestos or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like yeah a moment the whole thing was just like a moment it was supposed to be just a moment
0: sounds good I love well, and I guess an, another query mm-hmm. um, the internet descriptions mm-hmm. that are on your website they seem to run this entirely par- parallel theoretical project to the works themselves and the installations and I I was wondering if this was intentional. This is how I read it. That that the way that I've seen your work and appreciated it as it is was kind of not the way it was what I, the, yeah, the way what <laughs> I read about it. And then I don't know if you're trying to poke fun at, you know, theory and contemporary art or where did who who does the writing and how does it come about before or after?
1: Well, the writing is like generally spearheaded by Simon. Simon and uh, Gabe does a lot of the writing as well.
2: And then we would kind of go
1: over it as a group. And then we seem to edit it like collectively.
2: Yeah, the writing for the website was hard, and I and I kind of agree with you that it's maybe not always on point in terms of like what you're seeing. It's not wrong. It's it just like, seems to be kind of. Well, I think of it's fine. It's like it's, it's more bombastic. Just, it, right.
0: It seems separate.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess it I kind partly of,
2: it is separate, and mm-hmm. it kind of always is. Yeah. From the most from most of what i 've ever read of anybody's writing, it's sort of like it's maybe the, like the inertia that you got you going on the project or mm-hmm. sort of some things that you're thinking about while making it that maybe like that maybe people don't have access to just by seeing it, so you're sort of trying to add like a some kind of other layer that's not apparent necessarily what, what you're right. seeing um, and
1: especially with the way that it's like behind the scenes <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> especially the way that that things like a lot of our, the majority of our work is site specific, specific, even if it's just sculptures, like it it placed into a gallery because it changes, the context changes so much when we enter the space Mm -hmm. that some things that we've been thinking about while we're working on it just may get lost. Like a a lot Mm -hmm. of the writing is like completely accurate to what we were thinking about while we were making it. Like what's been in our mind the entire time so
0: it usually happens before and then kind of usually dissolve. happens
1: before and kind of during like mm-hmm. it's like I mean to be totally honest also like a lot of a lot of making
2: work or like getting shows is just like pitching ideas mm-hmm. and you can't I mean unless you're at a certain level you can't really be making well we can't anyways we pretty much don't make work before we get a show yeah it's like we get a show and then we hustle and, and get it done mm-hmm. and and it changes
1: mm-hmm. by the time it's done mm-hmm
2: and usually by the time we don't have time to write a whole new thing about it no but I think it's interesting to yeah. just like
1: to have the writing like, the writing is like the first this is the idea like this is what it, and it's just like where it came the, from the, the physical way it, it has been Manifest. manifested manifested mm-hmm. is like could be different but it, it still came from that place like
0: do you guys feel like you're a part of an art community here in Montreal? Are you in collaborative projects with anybody else, or did, did, how does it extend beyond your collective <coughs> art making and art experience? Of
2: yeah, I'd say definitely. I mean, when you when you're in art school, obviously you're like around a bunch of people, and you sort of gravitate to those who work you think is good or is similar to yours, or mm-hmm. people you think are just fun. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But no, we we are we are involved in a community here. It's kind of. Blossoming a bit. I mean, with with six people working together in, in a collective, it feels like a community alone. So I mean, we definitely weren't completely in a community at one point, but because we were so, we were also living in this area of, of town called Griffin Town, where no one else there's was no there. one else is really living there. We were like completely shut off from a lot of people while we were making work, but we all lived in
2: the same building and with some other friends and it ended up just being like a building community you're just going
1: from house to house on Friday nights at someone's (laughs) house (laughs) yeah but I mean people have been liking our work and we've been kind of involved with the community a lot of it is based out of Concordia like Mm -hmm. we're all graduated but there's like graduates that we've stayed in contact with and a bunch of master students that we're, we're friends, with. friends with. So there is a community, but.
2: Everyone sort of supports each other and goes through their openings and mm-hmm. buys anything because they
1: can't. Nobody buys anything because <laughs> <but they, nobody laughs> <buys> we trade. <laughs> yeah. That's something. It's
0: something. What's the best case future scenario for you guys? Where is Ma
2: Collective in 10 years? Straight Are you to... starting. <laughs> <laughs> how? How? I don't know. I mean, realistically, we—I I don't really see an end to us working together because it's kind of just like a group of best friends doing, like, what we really like to do, and with the 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 manpower, you know, no pun intended, to um, <laughs> to just like to get a lot of work done really fast. And I think, like, even if we—if it boiled down to one show a year that was sort of hopefully people were excited for. Mm-hmm. That would be fine if that's where it was. Uh, and I think we can pretty much do a show a
1: year for you know as long as we're all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think the interesting thing is we don't all have to be around for the entire duration of the production. Like we mm-hmm. can be anywhere and be emailing each other with ideas and. We've already done a few things like that. And then just like before the show when we kick it into gear because we do make we do. Unfortunately, that's how we work is we put everything off until really last minute and just uh. give her in like, <laughs> for like a month straight, like work solely focused on, on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's part of it too. It's like you, you, you
2: getting into that like headspace where you're just only, mm-hmm. only thinking about the show. You can't, it's uh, must be really tiresome for all of our other friends. Because if we're we're together, it's just like talking about, you know, how to hang something or some little thing. You're just like piecing together how like this is going to work. Like how we're going to hang these 400 pound plaster panels from a wall.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. we can't see the hangers. (laughs) It's like, We'll find ourselves like at parties, like in In the in the in the corner, just like only speaking about like what we have to do the next day. And like what, like not socializing properly, but like.
0: Focused and intent. Focus.
1: And I could do that for a long time. I for think. a long time. And I think a lot of it's people could. Fun. I think everyone could do that.
0: My name is Yanni Ali, and you have been listening to an Art Talks Montreal conversation with Max Evans and Craig Spence of the Ma Collective. The opening song was from a 2010 live performance by Tear Jammy of Sinja. And this closing song, Feathers, is a track from Man Man's 2006 album, Six Demon Bag. You can email arttalksmontreal, that's arttalksmtl, at gmail.com, and find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, and Tumblr. Talk to you soon.
2: Why the only light that you have you give away? I know you need to find what you thought you left behind in a past life. I won't question why the only light that you have you give away. stranger has come in the night,
0: stolen her life,
2: left her with it.